gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is October 1st, 2021. Happy Friday everyone. I hope that you all are doing well wherever you may be in the world today. And I hope that this video finds you all in good health, good spirits, and good energy. Uh, we got a little uh, recap on a lot of things that have been going on. Some uh, Federal Reserve news, things like that, CFTC news. And we're going to talk about Cody a little bit, how it relates to um, XRP Ripple and a portion of their case. And some uh, most definitely we're going to talk a little bit at the end about Red October, 10 days of darkness, that blackouts are necessary. So again, I want to leave that with you and um, cap off the week with some good information um, leading into the weekend to kind of get us prepared and ready for this month. I do believe this is a huge month for a lot of us. Um, and preparation um, those who have been preparing uh, for some things that um, are considered conspiracy um, but at the end of the day conspiracy will be no longer uh, once these things come to fruition and come to the light of day so again we're going to touch base on that so bear with me stand by and um, hopefully you enjoy the video today so without further ado, we're going to get right into the coin market cap. Bitcoin's dominance is at 43.0% flat. Ethereum is at 18.5. And the global crypto market cap has now gone over $2 trillion, up 9.41% increase over the last day. You got some trending tokens here. You also have some biggest gainers. And one thing I wanted to point out with the biggest gainer is this one here, GenCoin. If you've ever watched this series, um, Startup, which is original Crackle uh, series, I encourage you to um, check it out. It's some very interesting concepts and ideas here um, on this uh, series. And they do talk about a token called GenCoin. So um, if you've seen it, um, you know that um, GenCoin is part of that. I'm not sure if it's the exact one, but I finally find it highly interesting to say the least. So anyway, um, there's some recently added tokens. And again, 12,248 tokens. Um, we've seen an increase every single day um, with more tokens coming onto the scene. And here we are. We are in the green again. Bitcoin, $47,540, 600 and 32 just to be exact. Ethereum, $3,272.84. Cardano is up $2.24. And BNB here at number four, $417.73 as we've seen some uh, price appreciation. Now again, um, you were able to buy XRP under a dollar, now at a dollar all three. And still posted at the number six spot, Solana bouncing strong, $160.93 there. And then you have USDC, um, $31.7 billion market cap, which is also an increase from the value of yesterday. And then Polkadot, $31.66. And Dogecoin running out the top 10 at 21 cents, almost 22 cents there. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we had a buying opportunity 
and here we are over the weekend um, are getting ready for the weekend as we see price increase of price appreciation um, some of these digital assets and for AVAX Avalanche I believe I read an article um, briefly um, skipped over skimmed over it that it was um, actually being placed on Coinbase so that's a good thing for um, AVAX so again um, I'm happy that I got into a great position at nine ten dollars there not so long ago so again we go stroll down the market we're looking green again I have to always say that this is never financial advice I'm not a financial advisor however I want to let you know that you have to learn to take profits and park them to the side um, because I do believe this is going to be a huge month for some uh, volatility um, in multiple markets and that means including uh, the crypto market as well so again um, learn to do that park it to the side and most definitely um, you know preserve your wealth at that time so again we got some green which is some good news there but let's just get right into the video because I got a lot to cover today uh, before we get to the um, ending of the video so stand by um, or stick around for that information here we have an article coming from Coindesk and it's kind of a coincidence that you know some of these things are coming out as I'm just kind of popping them off this week with certain individuals people moving from one place to the next CFTC files charges against 14 crypto companies two of the com companies were accused of making false and misleading claims of being registered with the CFTC now this was an article that was on the 29th and who do we have here remember this guy we just uh, went over him um, not too long ago like a day or so ago uh, the US Commodity Futures Trading Commission has filed charges against 14 crypto companies 12 that the regulator says failed to register as Futures Commission merchants FCMs and two more that allegedly lied about being registered with the CFTC now again let's just go down here um, do you see some of these uh, people agreeing to um, settlement things like that um, with the announcement on Tuesday the, that Commissioner Dan Berkowitz or Berkowitz would be departing the CFTC to serve as the SEC's general counsel under Cherry, Chairman Gary Gensler the normally uh, five-person CFTC will be operating with a skeleton crew of only two commissions and Commissioner Don Stump and Acting Chairman Rostin Bina. Now again, I find it interesting that these lawsuits um, are being, uh, you know, our charges being brought to these people as these people are moving from one place to the next, just kind of like uh, Jay Clayton did with XRP Ripple um, as he was leaving. He uh, filed the lawsuit. So again. Um, I find it very interesting, so I just wanted to point that out. So if you didn't hear about this, here we are pointing it out on today's video. Now, another article here from Coindesk.com, if it ever loads up here. Fed Chair Powell says he has no intentions of banning crypto. Well, um, there's nothing that they can really do. And I was posed the question, could Jerome Powell be a black hat, a gray hat, or whatnot um, I do believe he has corruption and skeletons in his closet but I do believe that he can be potentially 
working with the good guys to uh, do certain things, say certain things. And if you go back to the uh, interest rates, um, he was actually working with President Trump uh, to lower the interest rates. So again, um, I do believe he's a controlled uh, person um, working, you know, within his own framework to do certain things. And this is why we had uh, Elizabeth Warren call him out, um, things like that, because he could be a dangerous person doing things that will undermine or destroy some of their banking cartel. When asked about earlier comments he made about the CBDCs replacing private crypto, Powell said he'd misspoken. U.S. again, U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman uh, Jerome Powell said he does not intend to ban cryptocurrencies, but said that stable coins need greater regulatory oversight. Okay, so CBDCs are going to be those that are connected to the uh, central banks, and most definitely. Um, those are stable coins. So again, if they're trying to promote this to you, um, that means that they're trying to um, have control and uh, take your sovereignty away or your financial sovereignty away um, with CBDC. So don't buy into it. Don't get duped. And again, Powell made the comments in a two-hour long House Financial Services Committee meeting on Thursday. And the meeting meant to serve as a forum for representatives to ask Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Powell about the Treasury Department's and Federal Reserve's pandemic response featured several questions about cryptocurrencies. Okay, so Republican Ted Budd uh, from North Carolina, which is a longtime proponent of crypto and a member of the Congressional Blockchain Caucus, asked Powell to clarify statements that he made during the July hearing that he uh, that the development of U.S. central bank digital currencies could undercut the need for private crypto or stable coins. Um, so when asked by Bud directly whether or not he intended to ban or limit the use of cryptocurrencies, Powell's response was a resounding no. So again, this person, I do believe, has uh, skeletons in his closet Okay, because he was brought on uh, by the Obama administration. So if you follow those people who have ties to uh, those uh, folks, um, then you want to know where they fall into play at. and sometimes you have people who are cooperating who've been outed or who has been uh, caught you know they're going to have to play a certain role so sometimes when you see people play a certain role don't get it twisted that you know they're you know not corrupt or they're a good guy or a bad guy some people um, could be a good guy but playing the bad guy some people could be looking like the good guy, but is actually a bad guy. So, um, you know, it just depends on how you perceive things to be. So um, if you understand anything, how we understand it, um, you know, you're watching a movie. Okay, it's a good, great movie. And, you know, actors change their role. Um, you know, it's even with General Milley, you know, who knows if he's acting a certain way to... You know persuade people to like get uh, bring like open up the door to allow them to feel trusted or, or trustworthy and then all of a sudden boom you know what he wasn't the guy that you thought he was in the first place so um, just pay attention keep your eyes on the ball and make sure that you um, are paying attention to that but here are some things from winter watch um, in regards to Jerome Rome Powell that I wanted to just point out just to kind of let you know where um, I'm at on him 
Okay, uh, Fat Hat Jerome Powell, a profile of corruption and conflict of interest. We've talked about conflict of interest with the judges yesterday, and Federal Reserve Jerome, uh, Jerome Powell's net worth is 55 million, and much of his wealth is managed by vampire squid Goldman Sachs, a Wall Street bank that is supervised by the Fed, and BlackRock via the iShares Exchange traded funds, which are ETFs, according to his 2019 financial disclosure. Government-dated financial disclosure uh, require reporting of investment values within a range, and the upper value of uh, Powell's holding with BlackRock's is 11.6 million. So again, here you can just read the rest of this. Just wanted to point out some of the things that uh, he's involved in that will show you um, that he is working with certain individuals. Maybe he, he might be um, involved with these folks, okay? And, and to try to, you know, infiltrate from within, who knows, all right? Uh, again, here, like most other Fed chairmen, Jerome Powell is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, CFR, which is the flagship of the globalist liberal world order, which has dominated U.S. policy since World War II. And Lawrence Fink, who is a billionaire chairman of BlackRock, is a CFR director. And David Rubenstein, billionaire founder of the Carlyle Group, is the current CFR chairman. So again, he's part of the flagship globalist liberal world order. All right, so there you go. Here's another um, article from winterwatch.net. And let's just go ahead and get to it real quick. Hopefully this thing loads up. Um, Jerome Powell and his transient inflation scam. You can read this here. Okay. Fed uh, Chief Murky Muck, or Mucky Muck Jerome Powell is looking more and more like Pinocchio every passing week. His pitch is that serious signs of inflation are only transient and that the Fed is not a partner in plutocratic looting operations and wealth transfers. We beg to differ. So again, I want to leave that here and have you go over it and check it out and read that for yourself when it comes to Jerome Powell. We do need to always address certain corrupt individuals here on the channel if other folks don't want to do so. I'm not here to um, sugarcoat anything. And then the SEC is sending the blockchain industry a message. This is an article from uh, Brownstone uh, Research.com. Uh, Something is afoot right now in the blockchain industry. And it's an unbelievable space for innovation, job creation, as well as the building of the next generation of internet and financial services. And what's more, the blockchain space is open and available to all, and it's not controlled by powerful, cor powerful corporations or governments. Uh, the blockchain industry is also thriving right now, and I've never seen this uh, pace of innovation, and yet the government simply can't get out of the way. Days ago, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission threatened to sue public traded digital assets exchange Coinbase um, if it launched a new product called Lend. And again, Lend is simple. Consumers will be able to open up a cryptocurrency savings account with USDC, a US dollar stablecoin, and earn 4% annual yield on the savings. And that is outstanding for conservative investors and savers. 
and this would have been an outstanding product easily available on a fully compliant exchange. So again, folks, um, we've touched base on this and how they're going after some of these crypto exchanges, the blockchain itself, and most definitely want to be the strong arm of the law trying to stop innovations, to stop um, people gaining returns, um, you know, as, as far as that's concerned. So again, these folks are going to um, go away at some point, and um, my hope is rather soon uh, than later. Now coming from financial feeds, SEC versus Ripple, which is a major shift, and the SEC strategy admission uh, by defeat, attorney coming from uh, attorney Hogan. And again, if the SEC is truly going to try and make an argument that the difference between XRP and Ether is that the Ripple ledger is not fully built out, that is a major shift in the SEC strategy and a major admission of a defeat for the SEC. And I just wanted to go down here um, just to point out what Jeremy Hogan said. Uh, one legal expert finding that the intriguing uh, part is that attorney Jeremy Hogan, who noticed the recent Ethereum 2.0 upgrade, ETH2 is a set of upgrades that improve the scalability, security, and the sustainability of Ethereum. So the upgrade just happened. Sounds like the Ethereum network is not fully built out after all, Mr. Hogan said in a video where he stated that the Gasparino's SEC source is accurate. If the SEC truly is going to try and make an argument that the difference between XRP and Ether is that the Ripple Ledger is not fully built out, that is a major shift in the SEC strategy and major admission of a defeat for the SEC. So again, if they're building on top of their network um, and saying that the reason why there, there's a difference, boo-hoo, okay? If they want to continue to build, everybody's building their own blockchain, their own ecosystem, which is completely fine with me uh, because that means these blockchains are growing um, and they're developing smart contracts, NFTs, uh, you name it. So again, um, just let these people do what they do and again the SEC just needs to get the freak out of the way um, and let you know us have our day in the sun now this is uh, coming from AMB crypto can Cody being in the same league as Cardano or XRP um, so again this is an article written about a day ago during every bullish bears phase at least a handful of cryptos managed to define the broader market trend and again something similar has been scene of late too despite the humdrum of state of the market if you know not so prominent altcoins have been carrying on with their respective rallies cody has one such alt um, has been one such alt with this price rallying massively over the last seven days in fact on the back of a hundred percent hike this week the crypto valuation rose from 34 to 67 cents and again, what is Cody? Cody is a fintech platform that allows users to build their own payment solution. And it has foot immersed in almost all fintech avenues, right from financing payment processing to white label payment systems, as well as cross-border remittance technologies. In effect, it is on the same playing field as Ripple and XRP. Uh, the platform is also optimized for the creation of coins that are stable in price. 
Thus, users have the ability to issue their own stablecoin and assume for contr full control over both their money and data. Uh, so again, here, um, I'll leave the rest. I don't want to read all of it. Uh, but what I've been able to do is pull up some stuff on Cody. Most definitely uh, miss on CoinGecko. Check it out. Right now, the current price is at 60 cents. Let me go ahead and refresh that. So pretty much 60 cents there. It's on the Ethereum blockchain there. And you can check their website, Cody.io, read their white paper um, and things like that. Uh, most definitely, uh, I'll read just briefly. I don't want to go too far into this. I just wanted to point it out since this was an article that uh, we pointed out from AMB. Um, All-time high, 66 cents, almost 67 cents. And here you have it, which is uh, all-time low, uh, which was about um, two years ago. All right. And then if you look for the last year, it's up 1,456%. And most definitely, um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to uh, see. And here are some exchanges. You got Binance, uh, Tokyo Crypto, VCC Exchange, Binance. And then you can also get Cody on the Coinbase as well. So um, I don't know about that because I don't use Coinbase anymore. Um, but, you know, most definitely um, I'll take a peek at it. Cody partners with Simplex, which will launch Visa debit cards and bank accounts, and should you buy it. So again, uh, we talked about Visa, MasterCard, things like that on a video yesterday, how they're separate and how they're going to be vital uh, use for um, people having their own um, ability to bank um, as far as using their cell phones, their digital wallets. Um, things like that in Visa, MasterCard, they have nothing um, or special ties to the banking industry itself. So um, this is a good thing. Um, I'm not going to read the article, but uh, most definitely just wanted to point this out. And most definitely uh, when you see uh, you make transactions on some exchanges, uh, they do use Simplex um, as a means to uh, tr make transactions to um, either debit your card or, um, you know, put money into your account or distract money from your account. So here we go. Uh, Cody, I think I'm going to take a little deeper dive into it. Um, so I want to hear what you got to say about it and what you think about it. So if you have any ideas or things like that, I would like to hear from you. So again, Decrypt.co Visa unveils a two layer, layer two network for stable coins, central bank currencies. Visa revealed an ambitious play to build a universal hub for stable coins as well as central bank digital currencies. So again, in brief, Visa wants to build a universal hub to exchange stable coins and central bank digital currencies and is calling the proposed layer two a universal payments channel. Uh, the project is still in its early stages. Credit card giant Visa has bet big on crypto in the last two years forging relationships with blockchain companies and even buying a CryptoPunk NFT on Ethereum. Now the company will be expanding into its crypto ambitions. Visa announced on Thursday that outlines for what it calls a universal payment channel. Uh, this will facilitate transactions between various stable coins as well as central bank digital currencies. So again, folks, it's universal, it's interoperable. And most definitely, you could go anywhere across the world. You'll see people with Visa, MasterCard, uh, things like that. So um, it will be a universal payment channel hub. So 
I'm excited about it. So if you're into the, like the stock market, things like that, I do think uh, Visa would be like one of those good investments. Okay, but you know, if we have some sort of downturn, most definitely you wanna kind of be waiting on that for those buying opportunities when it comes to stock investing. You know, I don't like the stock market per se, but it is what it is. So anyway, um, just to round out the video, um, 10 days of darkness, that is not what I want to look up. So first we wanna get into uh, Ledger. Um, this was posted on September 24th. Um, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. Don't be afraid. Um, you'll gain nothing but perspective and insight on the fast moving, ever interesting world of crypto. Yes, you should prepare for something you've never seen before, but remember, we're all mad here. So again, I do think that uh, we will go through something crazy and I do think that uh, it will be unexpected. And most definitely, I want you all to prepare uh, for some things that we've never experienced or witnessed before. So with that being said, um, here, I'm encouraging you to have your cold wallet, your Ledger, your EliPal, um, whatever um, decent wallet, get all of your crypto off the exchanges if you can, um, protect your investment, protect your wealth. Um, so here, um, go ahead and get your Ledger. You can actually go to their website, ledger.com and pick you out uh, your preferred device. I love the Ledger Nano S. It's like you have control over your own finance which is cool. It looks like your own bank account, your own portfolio. So um, again, I want you guys to uh, check that out. Here is a um, another tweet that I looked at on September 28th from Candace Owen from the uh, at Real Candace O. And she stated this and it's kind of like some people are kind of like really putting it out there for us to see, but most people will choose to ignore it. She goes out to say, am I the only person that feels like we are? Uh, we really need to move our money out of the big banks? Federal governments and corporations openly predicting a cyber pandemic reset has me very uneasy. So it got f almost 50,000 tweets, 9,000 retweets, and 3,400, uh, 3, uh, 3, you know, uh, comments so again um, she's pointing out the obvious we just want to make sure that we um, are aware of this most definitely October will be red in some form or fashion we touched base on that yesterday with some of the people saying certain things and we also touched base on October being one of those months that uh, in history we've seen uh, downturn turns in the market so um, what I also came across here is this here from uh, the randomization.worldpurse.com to the 5th of October to the 14th of October of 1582 never happened because the Gregorian calendar skipped those days to compensate for the yearly drift from the Julian, Julian calendar via our today um, I learned all right so again um, to the 5th of October to the 14th of October of 1582 never happened and most definitely here's some related news um, there 
And if you go Google this and go to like Google Images on DuckDuckGo, whatever, you can actually look at these calendars and you can actually check it out here. So let me just go ahead and pop this up, right? And boom, let me check this out here. Let me just open it up for everyone. So here in 1582, the month of October, you got this to this, you got the one, two, three, four, and then you had 10 days of darkness um, as that uh, switched over. So again, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not um, making any predictions, but I just find these things to be coincidental um, as far as this month and some of the things that we starting to see ramp up. Uh, with the debt ceiling, with everything involved uh, with the month of October. So I wanted to leave you all with that. Um, you can do your own dives, go down that rabbit hole, like Ledger said, and just dig for information, look for information, um, and just kind of embrace it um, and, you know, kind of learn some different things uh, so that we can all digest it and come to some sort of understanding that certain things may or may not happen but it's out there for us to kind of be like huh interesting at the very least at the very most so again um, thank you for tuning into all of this week's videos thank you for the comments thank you for feedback um, and things like that i appreciate every single one of you you guys have been great you guys are great and um, continue to prepare you know whether it be you know your canned goods your matches lighters things like that propane tanks your generators um, do your due diligence for you know prepping just in case something like this happened i know that i've reported on it uh before it never happened and hopefully it doesn't happen but you know just in case it does happen you're prepared um you're not left in uh with your pants down um so you know do your due diligence make sure you have a lot of water if you're a toilet paper collector, I guess uh, you want to go get that type of stuff. But most definitely, um, just take care of yourself. Um, you know, hopefully um, we have a wonderful weekend and uh, you guys are able to do something fun, new and exciting. Always keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention because uh, there's some crazy people out there in the world today that may be going through some things that we might not understand uh, because we're not in their shoes. We want to try to people uh, treat people right. Um, try to treat people the way you want to be treated and um, that goes a long ways you know just saying hi to someone just opening up the door for someone uh, yes ma'am no ma'am yes sir no sir um, that's just the way I speak to individuals and people in general um, that's just the way I've been brought up so again um, you know just be kind just be nice and um, try to be understanding as possible um, you know we always want to be able to forgive uh, but not forget okay so just keep your eyes on the prize be thankful grateful and appreciative we'll be back on monday with uh, some more content some more digging some more research so that we can kind of prepare for what we need to prepare for and again as the market is increasing um, and you're seeing yourself in profit i highly encourage profit taking because i do believe at some point in time um, the irs will be null and void taxes will become obsolete and uh, most definitely uh, we won't have so much to worry about in the future have a great rest of your day god bless take care and as always 
treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye. Thank you.